Are you good? Are you settled? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. I'll work with what I got. <laughs> that's, that's all I've ever done is work with what I got. So you'll be fine. Yeah, I know. All right. We'll, we'll like start, start this and maybe Ray right. will, Ray will come into the fold here. Maybe I'll even call Jacob here. He might, is the stars game over yet? Nah, well, I mean, for all intents and purposes, <laughs> nothing. It's 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 a it's a f, you know effectively over. Yeah. Hold on, I was gonna say, what time are you leaving? Okay, well, welcome to another dumb podcast. I guess we'll re- start recording and stuff. I guess. Uh, while while you were vamping, I'd never actually watched the raw footage. There's like an hour and five minutes of raw footage for george floyd had you ever watched that i have not watched every single bit of it i've only seen like clips like little clips about it and 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 for those uh chiming now no we're not gonna have an hour long uh watch along to george floyd body cam photo footage though i could i could i could figure out a way to make that halfway entertaining because i already had like a few um observations um like they're they go into the shop and they're like hey twenty dollars the, the the guy gave us bum ass twenty dollars or something like that and so they walk across the street the the body cam is on somebody i don't know who it is i don't know who the body cam is on officer thomas lane and it's not obviously on Derek chauvin but he goes over to the passenger side and George Floyd's on the driver's side, obviously. And the other guy comes up and he he is being like, hello, officer, how you doing? Like he knows like we're in bad trouble and like he is obviously trying to ramp down everything. <laughs> like, and you see also that he is, and just, just, just this is just observation. He knows that George Floyd's going through something like either it's a mental breakdown or he is tripping balls on something. Right. And he is just like, man, this dude, um, he, he does that multiple times, but he's like, I'm cool. I'm cool. Officer. I, whatever you want me to do, I'll do. I, you want me to step out? I'll step in, whatever. I'll, I'll do whatever you want. And, uh, who, what just happened? It clicked. It clicked. I mean, somebody's joining, but nothing happened. Maybe he rescinded his. Hold on. Sorry. <sighs> Let me uh, go back. But uh, yeah, the the one guy, the pastor. I think what they actually said that this guy is like George Floyd's drug dealer. I'm not really sure. It's it's a guy with like long dreads. 
and he was wearing like a red jumpsuit or whatever. But he is obviously being very diplomatic when he's talking about, but you can hear Floyd on the other side just losing it, like just losing his mind. And he, and I, I mean, I, I'm not making any excuse. I'm just like, he's obviously like going through something, either a mental breakdown or he's, he's, it's, it's a proven fact that he was on drugs, correct? Right. And there's something like mentally wrong with him at that point. Okay. Go back in, go back in. Hold on. What? Damn it. Uh, get out and come back in. Sorry. Ray's trying to join and I never saw like the clear clack. At least I never saw it. Well, Benny Hill music, huh? Benny Hill music. Yeah, I, I, George. Uh, he doesn't. Uh, should I just play like the um, what's the TCU fight song or something? What are you doing on your phone? What was that? <laughs> Some ad on uh, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if he. If he comes on, then I, this is what I'll play. Um, ah, yeah. What a weird, what a weird, interesting day. What a weird, interesting week. It's Tuesday, or what day is it? It's Tuesday. Tuesday. How, how can it already be an interesting week? Well, with the uh, whole uh, European Super League being announced Sunday night, and then less than 48 hours later, it's dead. <laughs> I hope someone did some research on that, because I have questions. Um, I did a little bit of research. Well, maybe we'll... We'll... Uh, hold on. We'll slow on the George Floyd talk. I think maybe we'll put that in the middle. Okay. Because uh, just because I had, had come upon the George Floyd thing, we'll, we'll get to that here in a second. Super League. Halfway explain this to me. Who brought this up? Because it it kind of came off that this was going to be an alternative to either the FIFA or UEFA or whatever the fuck. And then it turned out that ah, it was just a ploy of like was it like some Americans or something that were basically just going to so, make it worse? So even though it wasn't all a, a block of American owners that were pushing this, it was primarily John Henry and Tom Warner from Fenway Sports Group. Right, right. The Red Sox. Uh, Stan Kroenke, who owns Arsenal FC, and the Glazer family, which owns Manchester United. And they convinced Manchester City, who are owned by the human rights abusing petrostate of uh, Saudi Arabia or some Is, country. Did you just make that up? Because that's great <laughs> no, what you just said. It's, 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 um, there's a uh, blog called the Liverpool Offside, and that's what they refer to uh, City as. Um, they also convinced uh, Tottenham, which of course is uh, Dustin and Stove's favorite team. Mm -hmm. And I'm 
trying to think who else. Chelsea. Chelsea so, was the first one out or whatever, but yes, Chelsea was the first one out, and then City went right after them, and then shortly thereafter, Atletico Madrid, who is one of three Spanish clubs who were convinced to join this block along with uh, Barcelona and Real Madrid. And then I think Juventus, AC Milan, and I can't remember who the third Italian club was. It doesn't really matter at this point because the whole concept is completely dead. But a lot of this, I think, came about because it used to be in English football. And I don't know if we want to do a full reset and kind of explain how um, – English football and European football work. I mean, if you don't already know, but I mean, I guess, I mean, just, I don't even really know. I mean, I just know it's kind of like, it's kind of like a free for all of you have your, your, uh, your, um, English premier league guys who are, um, they're in their own league, but they also can like do side tournaments in UEFA. Pretty much, yes. Okay, so, I mean, it was like the dumbed down version of uh, a long version of that, but uh, it's an interesting way. But uh, okay, so then what were they attempting to do? Well, basically, what they were attempting to do is is like right now, if you finish in the top four in Premier League, then you qualify for the Champions League the uh, next season. Right, right. And that's also how teams from uh, Spain, Germany. France and Italy uh, primarily uh, qualify. There's also other smaller countries in, in Europe that also have their own leagues that don't have. You won't go into the uh, depths on this, but the UEFA uses something called coefficient to determine how many slots each league gets, each football association. Coefficient. The uh, the I believe that is the word that makes everyone turn off podcasts whenever you just say coefficient. Good. So it's kind of like if you think of the Premier League, La Liga, Serie A, and the Bundesliga as uh, kind of like the Power Five college football. Yeah, and then like you have a, yeah, you have the like almost like a playoff. Like this is the main dude teams, and they're all going to play to be the one. Is you have to qualify for these positions, but and it used to be that the big four in England were Manchester United. Liverpool, Arsenal, and Chelsea. So Tottenham was kind of included in that group, and then when Chelsea was bought by a uh, rich uh, Russian oligarch named uh, Roman Abramovich, uh, they kind of joined the party. Um, but lately, you've had like Leicester City um, won the league in 2016. Um, this year, you've got West Ham United that have uh, kind of joined the party as well. So it's getting harder and harder to qualify every year. So, and also the pandemic did a number on a lot of the big clubs' financial resources. Um, I think it's one of the Spanish clubs, and I probably have to look this up. I want to say that it's, uh, I think, either Barcelona or Real Madrid. Um, they've had their finances really fucked up by the pandemic. Really? And Liverpool's not really doing that much uh, better either. United have uh, reported losses as well. So to kind of are, are you talking yeah. maybe these big bloated contracts and all these other yeah. things? <laughs> they have they have tremendous revenue streams, which of course allows them to go out and buy the best players in the world. 
Um, it also allows them to do a number of other things, such as, you know, expand their stadiums and whatnot. Um, but obviously, you know, when you plan for stadium expansion, you can't plan for something like the pandemic. So the Super League, I think, financially was something that they were going to use to kind of offset that. And the long and short of it is, is they pushed this through uh, kind of clandestine. And one thing that's kind of pissed off a lot of the managers, such as Pep Guardiola and Jurgen Klopp, is that they kind of left it up to them to take on the questions from the media. They, they kind of sat back in the shadows and let them take the heat for it. Um, but this was a horrible miscalculation on their part because there is absolutely no support outside of their own bubble. Um, players on the clubs hated it. Uh, the managers hated it. The supporters absolutely hated it. And Chelsea was kind of the first domino to fall out of the proposed Super League because their fans staged protests. They march out in the street. And this is just <laughs> something that American sports fans to kind of grasp. But, you know, it, it, you know, you think of like, yeah. I for like five it's seconds, though. I've never heard Texas fans, you know, like going out in the streets and marching against, uh, Tom Herman. Yeah. You know, they do things a little bit differently, but more letter writing campaign. Um, but, but in England, they literally take to the streets if their clubs do something that they don't like and they push back on it. Um, and I'm not really surprised to see that the super league actually did fall. I am shocked that it fell this quickly. This quick, you thought maybe they might at least get maybe a run. But well, not necessarily a run, but but maybe <clears throat> some concessions from the uh, from UEFA, which runs the Champions League. I thought that they would have gotten something out of them to where they could get more money, and then okay, well we got what we wanted, you know, say goodbye to the uh, Super League. But... Okay, here's here's where I believe it probably fell through. But let me tell you my initial, let me my initial feelings on the Super League. Now I'm okay. not saying I'm a big hockey uh, not a hockey fan, not a big soccer fan. Obviously, I'm a huge soccer fan. Um, <laughs> I I understand the league. I play a lot of FIFA. You know, big deal. Uh, but I I saw this as maybe a way to decentralize soccer in a way, to where it's not under just that large umbrella of. It's UEFA. It's FIFA. It's it's kind of decentralizing it a little bit, if that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It, it'd be kind but... of like <laughs> you know, the Longhorns have been saber rattling against the big club, and supposedly Oklahoma has as well, and threatening to join, you know, either the SEC or have some major powers from the other Power Five conferences kind of get together and then wind up shutting everybody out of the uh, college football playoffs. So it's kind of like that. But here's where they failed. And it it was early, well, probably early this morning. Was it? Man, today's been like a really long day, but I'd heard yeah. inklings already that they were going to attempt to like cap uh a bunch of salaries or do yes. some money cutting thing and i go well this is dead on a vine it doesn't matter who who the fuck even wants to try this if you're talking about uh, cutting anything like that 
it's not going to work. It's, right. Your 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 players are going to hate it. Your your coaches obviously are going to hate it. And then yeah, it's it's and you know I hear oh it was a model for the NFL kind of they're doing the same kind of thing and it's like well yeah they, that, they, they basically an Americanization I think of soccer to a certain extent because they said the Glazers Cronky and uh, Thin White Sports Group uh, obviously own teams here in the United States uh, and. Every league here in the United States has a salary cap in some form, and it works great for cost containment because it, you know, saves owners from themselves from overspending. Um, but again, there, there, it, it, it to me, it didn't work simply because they didn't understand just how much of a religion and and how tied <laughs> these football clubs are to each community. Yeah, you know. Liverpool came up and it's built up as a team uh, from a community that's very socialist. Um, United, I think, is also kind of the same way, uh, which is kind of ironic when you look at sports over in England and think, you know, the governance over there is very much socialist, but they don't have a draft. They don't really have a salary cap. Okay, I, I think that's I think that's fascinating because, oh, we're big capitalists over here. But I would look at the NFL as like as like the biggest socialist, communist, uh, whatever. You know, we're trying to cap everything. We're not going to make, you know, there's not unlimited salaries. For the worst teams. Yeah, and I'm like, whenever you look at the EPL, you know, like really all soccer, you go, man, this is free market. Do what you want, and the best the best teams will come up on out on top. You know, and I think to a certain extent, like I was saying earlier at the beginning of the podcast, when I started watching soccer in 2007 in the Premier League, it was pretty much a guarantee that United, Arsenal, Chelsea, and Liverpool were going to finish one, two, three, four. Um, and, and the gulf usually between four and five is pretty wide. Uh, and that's because those were the four biggest spending teams in England at the time. Well, you now you have some party crashers <laughs> coming in, and and you know that was a way for them to. There he is. The other thing that was a big turnoff is is that they hold on, hold hold years. your thoughts right now for okay. two seconds. All right. Because there's a big guest who just joined the show. <laughs> okay. Hold on one sec. Don't even say a word. Okay. Don't even say a word. All we're going to do is play this. By the way, get your fight song together, TCU. Is the alma mater or the fight song? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe somebody will tell us. <laughs> this is the fight song, brother. <laughs> Let's go. Dude, I'm hyped now. Raw, raw, TCU. Raw, raw, TCU. Let's go. <clears throat> okay, we were, having a, we were having a real serious... I'm, I'm going to fade this out real bad. Um, <laughs> so, oh man, we got Ray up in a, blue, in a yeah. fucking green screen. What's up? Dude, hey, I uh, did that for you. Hey, Ray. Well, welcome to the podcast for the first time. I never, I always said I would not have Ray on because I was <laughs> not because I, I don't like Ray or 
Uh, it's all protect Ray. I protect, protect. I protect Ray. Well, I'm protecting y'all from my uh, very generic thoughts and opinions. I mean, <laughs> super generic. <laughs> Isn't that like Rick Bonus would protect Dennis Guriana from yeah, just limiting in vice minutes. Exactly. Like I like Ray in like short spurts, but if we get him on a podcast. Maybe. Eh, what I if, mean, maybe. Long form isn't my thing. It, it might know. not be. I enjoy Ray. I enjoy all things Ray, but you know, small doses. <laughs> small doses. Ray is the best at. So, um, c- continue, Brandon. I'm sorry to fully interrupt that, but we were talking about Super League Ray. Okay, no. Super League. Don't Locked think I've league. ever seen it. <laughs> no one. Oh has. no, shit. That's right, Super League. I was thinking of a movie. Uh, yeah. Soccer. Yeah. Never seen that either. <laughs> well, good thing that you come in right now, Ray. I'm so sorry, Brandon. I was just excited to have Ray on the show. That's fine. But yeah, the point I was going to bring up is that, you know, these soccer clubs are intrinsically, uh, tied to each community. Yeah. And so, you know, there's, there's, certain things that teams and fans have had to kind of put up with when they have these American owners come into their team. It's just kind of the way that things are in the premier league. Uh, But I think the, the biggest thing is that, you know, whatever you win, you have to earn first in the English game. And the idea that, you know, all these teams would be able to just be put into a, Super League without having to qualify was just a step too far. And you heard um, Gary Neville was a former United captain who was now a uh, pundit on Sky Sports, really lit into United. Um, Jamie Carragher is also a pundit on Sky Sports and is a club legend on Merseyside, lit into Liverpool. And I think, you know, that kind of fueled, I guess, the movement uh, by the fans who let their teams know in, un- in certain terms that they weren't going to support this. And I think as soon as Chelsea and, and City and then Let's Go Madrid, uh, as soon as those dominoes fell, it was just. It was yeah. over. I mean, as soon as Chelsea fell, it seemed like it was over. Yeah. But I don't know, dude. It's, it's, I don't know. It, it, it seemed at, at, at first glance, you're like, they might have something there after yeah. after maybe f- seven hours of it. You go, this is probably not going to end well. Not going to end well at all. Yeah, but, and, and to that, I mean, it's like the closest comparison I think you could probably have here in the United States would be like if you had a bunch of college football powers that just said they were going to start their own conference, and. I, think the reason why a lot of American, because I noticed Dustin had said on Twitter that, um, you know, it was kind of an idea that, that he thought would actually work and be something that would be pretty cool. Um, it's That's something that can probably work here in the United States. Um, but in England, I think it's just a different culture and a different ball game. May I interject something here? Let's do actually, it, Ray. Actually yes, that Ray is bringing uh, something to the show. What's up? <laughs> well, I may actually think that that may happen in college football. Uh, A lot of these TV contracts are up in 2024. And I know that's a big thing with the big 12. So I could see a scenario where 
the Power Five conferences kind of break away from those G5 schools and kind of start their own thing. Look at that, Ray. Give it a hot, hot sports. Yeah, Sorry. I mean, it wouldn't Sorry, stop Brandon. me, I think, if, if that did happen, if you had a push like for Texas, you know, or any of the schools in the uh, Pac-12, because, you know, they've been – you know, left out of the college football playoff by and large compared to the other Power Five conferences. Um, but yeah, I mean, England is just a different ball game there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it was a. Uh, it seemed like a great idea that turned horrible so fast that uh, XFL was like, "Damn, that was quick." Yeah, that was. Yeah, it's like, fuck, man. All right. <laughs> Or the what was that that uh, that football league a couple of years ago? The AFL, AAF, AAF. Was it the American? I thought it was the American football. Maybe that was the eighties or whatever. That was nineteen (laughs) sixties. Is the AFL? Um, And I think uh, I'm trying to think. Like, I I bet uh, did Dennis Rodman look at that and be like, "Damn." I was on the Mavs longer. (laughs) I don't know. I I found it interesting because as soon as it happened, I go, I'm interested and I want to know everything about it. And then before we could even podcast, it was like already dead. It was already dead. Like you remember, Brent, like I was on that that thread. I was like, guys, everyone focus on Super League because I might be halfway interested in this. And then I found out, oh, it's this is going to crash and burn so fast and so yeah, hard. I was, prepared to, I was prepared to do battle with Dustin to explain why I didn't like it. And pretty much it's for the reasons that uh, everybody else didn't like it and that, you know, you've got to qualify. And to me, I think that's kind of the essence of sports is that could you imagine, like in the NFL – like if the Dallas Cowboys, Green Bay Packers, San Francisco 49ers, New England Patriots, um, and the Kansas City Chiefs just had automatic qualification to the playoffs every year just because they are the highest revenue-generating teams in the uh, NFL. Uh, yeah, um, that would be weird. Something that would not fly. That would be awful. Yeah, I would hate that really badly. But I do like the thought of like, uh, the Midland Mission. What are they called? <laughs> Midland. <laughs> like some like, some minor league team and just like, just like gather the, uh, Amarillo sod poodles. Let's <laughs> yeah. go with the sod poodles. They they just totally like blow their team up and they end up like in the major leagues playing the Yankees or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that came up to me, but it, like I don't know. It's just we need to open it up cool. to everybody. Bringing uh, like regulation style into uh, American sports, like they do. We've always been soccer. talking about it till you know, like this hundred-year-old sport where we are well over hundred-year-old sport where we all just finally figured out what uh, relegation was, and we're like, oh yeah, we should do that in our sport because yeah. I'd love to get rid of the Tampa Bay Devil or Tampa Bay Rays or. <laughs> Man, but the Rays—that's such a fun franchise to to just watch from a player development. I, I can nerd out on the Rays. Oh, I bet you yeah. can, Ray. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, I guess I thought, you know, well, I don't know. Well, uh, definitely the Super League uh, um, 
conversation got cut off a little short because <laughs> the Super my League. My bad, guys. No, no, it's just because That's it's funny. not your fault. It's Super League's fault. They didn't it's go any like further. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm I'm getting up scenarios and like, oh, this would be cool. This would be cool. And then after a while, I go, ah, this is not going to work at all. Chelsea yeah. went out. I go, and ah, I know the other guys are going to start falling. And here we go. So it would have been nice to finally see Ronaldo play some real competition. <laughs> he goes like Juventus. How do you say how do you spell his uh or say his team name? Is it Juventus? Juventus? It sounds like a, like a silent J. <laughs> Juventus. Juventus. <laughs> Juventus. He's just like, yeah, I don't really want to try anymore, so I'm just gonna go to this team. Well, whatever you do, don't Google Juventus and Liverpool because uh, during a uh, cup final in 1985, there was uh, when hooliganism in England was kind of at its peak. Um, Is that what uh, Bob would always bring up on bad radio? uh, Juventus supporters, and then got uh, Liverpool banned from European football for several years. You know, that's when that's when sports was real back in the day. Yes. When you just like, you know what? I'm gonna kill the other. <laughs> like, do y'all remember when uh, Bob and Dan got into a fight on bad radio? When Bob was talking about some soccer match where a bunch of people died, and Dan was just kind of blowing them off. He was like, "Well, another, it's just soccer." <laughs> another segment about soccer, and yeah. Bob was talking about Hillsborough. Yeah, uh, was that was that it? It was some match. Was with, that the uh, crushing death? Fans died. Yeah, that's the crushing death. Yeah, and in fact, we just had the um, God, how long is an anniversary? Thirty year anniversary. Thirty two year anniversary was on uh, April fifteenth. Um, Dude, that's got to be actually, one hell of a way to die. There's a thirty for thirty documentary. On yes, it. I have, and I watched it, and it's it's shocking. To watch Getting people like crushed. like well, it's, pulling it's, people it's off, shocking. and then you go and revive them on the on the pitch, right? Like, well, that's not the most shocking part about it, because then you know this starts out as a sports documentary, but then it turns into a case where the local police tried to cover it up and blame somebody else. What a shocker! I don't know. The police have not seemed to be doing anything wrong lately. I don't know. So just ask them. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I re-listened to the podcast last week. Ray, you're a big listener, right? Uh... <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> right. I mean, I might be a few back. Where? where, where... Are you, you are you like Sam Gannon on? When I had Sam, that was like or... seven months ago. <laughs> that might have been that might have been a year ago. I had Sam Gannon on. I think was it that, was. It wasn't was that, that during like, the pandy. It was it was at the beginning of the pandy where like if you re re to the Sam Gannon episode where I'm like, everybody wear your masks. Uh, <laughs> oh yes, I was. I was terrified. <laughs> Brad, big mask guy. <laughs> and then I go, eh, after a while, I'm like, eh, we'll be all right. So, we all were. I mean, we're all in the uh, fighting the curve. That was, yeah, I was fighting in the curve. And then it was like, um, yeah. So, 
Well, I mean, because like I said today on Twitter, you know, you get more data and your opinion changes, and that's okay to, to admit when you're wrong. Oh, and, no, it is. That not, is not Twitter, okay. You cannot admit that you're wrong. If you were yes, ever, and then if, and if you did change your mind, you you deny, deny, deny that you didn't Never change know. your mind, that you've always had this this thought. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, last week I didn't realize that we were going to preempt uh, police talk. You know, I, I really felt like some people might have not really liked that segment that we did last week where we we watched the the dumb police broad who shot that guy on accident. Yeah. And, but you know what it was really like kind of cathartic for me because like there's just so many like if you can make someone laugh about something that probably isn't real funny it is it's kind of oh yeah that you can kind of release a little bit on it where it's like if we just watch this video and go this is just awful this is just so awful and i would have been like well this is a really boring podcast okay interesting but I feel like we railed against the police pretty good on that episode. Don't you agree, Brandon? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I was having some headset issues throughout, but... Uh... <laughs> you having technical yeah, difficulties? Some... I don't believe yeah, it. Some... Yeah, I know. There were some opinions I was going to interject, and then, you know, like, nah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I was probably not going to be able to get it on the air, so no big deal. Yeah. Um, Ray... Uh, give us your first thoughts on Derek Chauvin. Hero or what? Murderer. Oh, okay. okay. Dude, straight murderer. I mean, you see the video. It's, uh, you know, clear as day. Dude sat there and had his uh, knee on the dude's neck for, what, nine minutes? Well... So next week we're running a test. I'm going to put my knee on Ray's neck. And if he doesn't die after nine minutes of me sitting on him, we've got ourselves a case. All right. Well, um, switch me for, uh, let's say taco. (laughs) Okay. If we don't kill taco in nine minutes, uh, We've got so ourselves. I got, I got an update on the Stars and Red Wings that might be, uh, if you're into betting, um, Dylan Larkin has just uh, cut the score to four to two, which uh, right now is a backdoor cover if you bet the over. Well, nice. damn, dude! I, I love all, I love over. all these live Stars uh, uh, updates during a podcast, which you listen to probably on a Saturday or something. You're like, do I care about that Tuesday night game? <laughs> Don't they even might care if you're a better. I know. It's... Who knows that they they might have not have got their weekly paper yet. It's so funny that <laughs> yeah, the weekly paper's a little lost. They're still wondering, like, God, it hadn't come. But I guess I guess I'll listen to this podcast and oh my gosh. Can you believe that? Well, there's only like fifteen people in the Metroplex that get Valley Sports, so dude, yeah, I don't I don't get it. Like I watched the uh, stars <sighs> the other night, which was like a nice refreshing thing i was actually able to watch the stars have y'all talked about valley sports and that whole name change from fox sports southwest we haven't fully gone into valley but we need to talk about valley in the sense of is that still a workout place dude i swear it looks like it would be like a weight loss 
but Bally's uh, Fitness. Am I am I in a different yeah, I universe? I think they use the same logo. Okay, I gotta look this up because no one's talking about that. Fitness. What well, is it called? We're trying to pass that point because the name change. I think uh, that the news of that came down several months ago, and then it went into effect uh, about three weeks ago, and now everybody's just kind of used to it. So Bally totally Total Fitness is not now like a sports. I'm so confused. Brad. Oh my goodness. Time out, Brad. Blake Como just hit an empty netter. It is now five to two. Your Dallas Stars. You're welcome. You're welcome, audience. We are giving you live updates five days later on a podcast <laughs> while you're mowing the lawn or at the gym out of a playoff spot we are here for you okay heating up here we go rangers are losing to nothing so it's not ballet total fitness sports man that does sound very familiar bally sport are y'all it's the same thing owned by diamond sports group a joint venture with who is Diamond Sports? So I'm I'm now I'm sorry, live research on Wikipedia. Well, they've uh filed for chapter eleven twice, I see. Hey, you know what? So did Trump. <laughs> if we're gonna have live research on the pod, then we need to have some type of bed music. So yeah, we need like uh smart people talk thing. Dude, so what? I'm 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 totally. Uh, I go to the end here, and it says bankruptcies. Um, what is this part? Investigations and controversies in 2010. Texas Attorney Greg, Te- Texas Attorney General Greg Abbott, never heard of him, announced that the company has had mailed over eleven thousand fake pass due notes. What a bunch of assholes. I know. Uh, the attorney general charged that Bally had urged customers to immediately pay their late fees. And that conduct was part of a scheme to get customers to rejoin the club. Hey, not <laughs> bad. <laughs> the but, original scam. But so they're not related? I don't Maybe know. it was something it like where to do with the uh, casinos in Las Vegas. Okay, can you all see my screen here soon uh, enough here? Okay, so this is a Wikipedia for Bally Sports. Okay. Right. Now Bally Total Fitness looks like that. That looks f- like identical, right? Am I in a freaking uh time continuum or some weird universe where Bally Total Fitness didn't exist? It does look very uh, familiar. I wonder if it was something where like their patent or their trademark like ran out and so this new Bally Sports or whatever just took took that logo basically. Because it's the same thing. I thought they were going to like sell us I mean it's the same thing. Isn't that where headquartered and da 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 da? Oh, by by the way, okay, Bally Sports. Okay, no, this is totally wrong. 
says Bally Sports uh, launched uh, in 1983 as Home Sports Entertainment, which I had said originally, bring back H- bring back HSE. Yeah. But, oh, man, that's weird. Uh, I don't even know what we were talking about because I'm, I'm just totally dumbfounded right now. Dumbfounded. We were talking about something else. Yeah. We were talking about the stars. We are talking about how no one could see the games. Yep. Well, I hope the podcast listening group is really enjoying this. Uh, riveting (laughs) this is riveting entertainment welcome to brad looks up wikipedia and it's not enjoyable at all and you say the listeners can't handle me for long doses dude (laughs) uh yeah making ray look like shit and she's like is this howard stern on here what's up oh okay uh, let's get back on track, I guess. Sorry, whenever you came in with the, about the the empty net, I totally lost all. I was done. So you're just so stoked. Okay, so Derek Chauvin, not yep. a hero, murderer. No, now convicted Big murderer. But is he a murderer, murderer, or is he like a murderer? Because he got like second degree. But it's murder. Well, I mean, I wouldn't put him in the same discussion to say you know Ted Bundy. Okay. Let's put it that way. Okay. Let's I'm interested to see probably. what kind of sentencing he'll get. Like, that's where you should be like, eh, I don't know. To like, really troll everybody. Light side. <laughs> to really troll everybody. He goes, eh, five days should do it, right? You know, you, you've gone through a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> Time off for good behavior. Yeah. I mean, you've been a good boy. We appreciate it. Hey, we all make mistakes. Okay. No big deal. Real, he's rehabilitated. The system works. <laughs> the system works. Uh, no. Um, yeah. So Derek Chauvin guilty on all three charges. Uh, I don't think there's any. Uh, I never really watched the trial at all. Like not, not even one minute. Not one second. I did hear about. Uh, I guess it was like his supervisor. This is where I think it was the quote-unquote nail in the coffin. Where they were like, so you teach all of them to like restrain them like that and, you know, don't get them medical uh, <laughs> medical uh, attention. And he's like, uh, no, fuck that. Like, yeah. <laughs> we, we don't do that. <laughs> and it was, it was that moment where I was like, well, I'm not sure what his defense is now. Like, even like you're your police department's not going to back you up and um oh shit sorry jacob just replied back um i was going to see if he was going to come uh like <laughs> after the game hey jacob jump on he hasn't been on the podcast in a long time um yeah it's baseball season you're yep. telling me dude TCU game every other night. Every other night, and I get caught up in it. I can't wait for you bastards to just be done with this. June. Well, I'll be in June after they go to the uh, June. Right. June. That's right, brother. We're making a run. Run for Omaha. 
Toad to Omaha. You won't even make the the final four or whatever they do. Well, I, I mean, the final four. I mean, that's okay. I just the elite eight is what we're shooting. We're taking this whole thing. Just, just get to Omaha. Ray, that's the Ray, really like. We're gonna take it all. How about okay, no. whatever. You're not gonna make final four. I take final four. <laughs> I mean, no, hey, no, I'm saying we're going to go to Omaha. That's the objective. Um, right. I mean, I'm personally, if I was picking a national team. Baseball works too, Brad, here, because obviously he doesn't understand. I don't. I don't get it. Um, Brad, if you got into college baseball, you'd love it. There's, man, it's so much fun. Well, I've got to, I got to do real things like follow the George Floyd case and, Actually, I haven't I been following it at all. See, I don't have the mental energy for that, so I just uh, go to the lowest on. to the lowest combinator. He hit home yeah. run. That's amazing. Strikeout I mean, guy. I, I like it. Yeah, I mean, flip. crazy, crazy home run trot. I love it. Okay, well, I have to say though, I love that we're gonna just intertwine our our dumb bullshit and then go back to something super serious right and just okay you know what i think i'm going to compare this to and i know this i might get a little flack for this is like it's like the war in syria okay a lot of people are like what so like you have Assad and you have like Russia and they're one part of the side of the war. And then you have like ISIS and other like freedom fighters, quote unquote. So like both sides are not like great people. So you have Russia and Syria, probably not the best people ever, but it is what it is. And then you have, you have ISIS who are, Pretty not great people, you know. I mean, you're saying this isn't binary. It's not binary. There are gray areas. Like there is some gray areas, and even with this one, where you you look at Derek Chauvin, and he's probably not a great cop. He looks like a total douche. Like he just being on his neck and kind of giving that look. It's just everyone sees that look that he gives, like which is just a a. A um, what's what's the term I want to say here? Uh, just a no, no fucks given. No fucks given to anyone's life. Like, right. I don't care about the whole Black Lives Matter. I'm just saying, like anybody. Like, if he had anybody underneath him, he'd be like, I don't care. This is what they told me to do. And but then so you have power tripping and he's doing you know what uh cops have done in situations whether regardless of whether or not if the victim was black white hispanic yeah. asian yeah cops are fucking dicks and they've been dicks for generations right they've been horrible i think i see where you're going with this is that a lot of people want to try to turn this into some type of a uh hate crime or uh you know, racial no. components. No, 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 no. Derek Chauvin's a piece of shit. Like he's yes. a piece of shit. And it's a it's a mentality of um you know, that's how cops are. And I was trying to say that last week in a sense of these are unremarkable people. 
Uh, me and Ray probably went to high school with a few people who are who are now police officers who now have the job of arresting people off the street. Right. Ray, think about those people that we went to high school with who may be police officers. I'm not trying to be mean to them, but you know, look at it and go, are these remarkable people? Are these people who are of high class and character? Some might be. And then there's some you're like, whoo, that's borderline right there. I usually think they're kind of like, um, and I don't, and I mean, no disrespect. No to the disrespect Army. at all. So you can say whatever you want after this. <laughs> but I feel, you know, like the different branches of the military, I feel like they're the Army. You know, they're just the lowest. <laughs> they're not really in, intelligent. <laughs> Uh, we're not going to win over the the uh, <laughs> the thin blue line tonight. It's not going to work. Well, no, they're probably like listening and like, yeah, yeah you're probably Shake, you're right. Shaking their head a little bit. Like, listen, we go out and drink beer and we're I get we're it. rowdy and, you know, we're not the best people ever. So and I'm trying to say that in the sense of like you have to look at it that the police are are not infallible. Like they can mess up They're They are emotional. They're not robots. They, they get into things and they, they make decisions that are wrong. They're just human right. beings. So whenever I see someone like the police or someone like that, and I go, man, that's awful. And he was a police officer. I go, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I mean, he was a, he did a bad thing and I don't care what exactly his title in the world is. He's just, a regular human being and he made the worst a really bad decision. I don't look at him as they're like, I'm here and then there's the police officers. There's they're all on our levels. If that makes sense. Yeah. And and I and I in the gripe back, okay, so I said, you know, there was no great people in this in situation. George Floyd and I I don't want to like shit on him because I don't know what what kind of upbringing he came up in or whatever he went through, because I think there's a lot to that. Uh, it doesn't seem like he was a really in the great place either. There's something there was something mentally and also chemically wrong with him at the moment that made made the situation much worse. And if you don't acknowledge those things, you go. You, you can just be like, wow, I mean, he was just the worst cop ever, and he just killed an innocent black man. Or you can look at it and go, Derek absolutely should have saw the situation and seen this guy is mentally and, you know, chemically not there. Let me try to restrain him. But I also see that he is in a, what are, I mean, apparently the, 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 uh, uh, what is, that's chemical. I was going to say that whatever is in his body, uh, name it. Any, I swear to God, I blink on this podcast and everybody just blinks at me and goes, I don't know what you're about to say. Uh, toxicology report came out and that he had a fuck ton of fentanyl or whatever the, like a lot of drugs in him. And Derek, I call him like Derek, like what's up Derek? Like Derek Chauvin, like had no, reason to go like go ah, this guy dude he might be on a lot of drugs i need to get medical attention here he's obviously like whenever you have it something like that in a situation you need to have uh paramedics there because either they can hurt themselves they can hurt someone else they need to have like almost uh 
they could go into like a drug induced like coma or they could they probably need some drugs to kind of calm them down almost because when i was i was vamping over here i wanted to watch the raw footage of george floyd and he immediately immediately was freaked out he was yeah. really out of it he was not you could tell one the guy who was in the car with him goes yeah man this dude's freaking out i'm all cool officer i'm i'm do whatever you want me to do and then george floyd's losing his mind um, automatically and you could tell he's this isn't some guy who's just having a bad day or something something wrong with him and it's right. not it, it's and there's nothing's cut and dry and just well he we just you know Derek Chauvin just decided to just murder this guy today no he had a he the problem was is Derek didn't think past well I got to restrain him up oh, I restrained him and I guess I'll wait for the the ambulance or whoever or I don't even care I don't even know I don't know what he was thinking you know um so I think you can kind of look at it in, in a more nuanced uh, approach than the just Derek Chauvin's the worst guy ever. And, you know, George, Floyd, yeah, this is absolutely. Yeah. And that, that to, to me, that kind of highlights one of the biggest issues I think I have with a lot of black lives matter people and mm-hmm. people on Twitter that, that get engaged on this and they think that it's cut and dry racism when it's not really it's not really that case. And, and going back to what you said, this could have been anybody. You know, this could have been because we saw the same behavior in August of 2016 when Dallas cops um, were called out to somewhere, wherever it was in Dallas early in the morning when they came upon Tony Tempa. And oh, then yeah, Tony Tempa. And essentially did the same thing that Derek Chauvin did to George Floyd. And have you seen it, that? Have you seen that one, uh, Ray? Is that the dude that died in the cul-de-sac? No, he was at a store. He's like an adult film store or something. Yeah, but he was. You know, I think he had drugs in a. He either had drugs in the system or he had a. Um, some type of mental illness. Oh, he definitely hear, both. You could hear the cops joking about it and say, you know, did you just escape from, um, I guess there's a mental facility in, in Dallas somewhere that was close by. But they were cracking jokes about, you know, do we need to go take you here or you just leave that place or... Okay, here we go. Uh, Ray, are you paying attention? I am. You're going to kill me! You're going to kill me! I'm not going to read all this stuff, but you can tell this guy already. It's just like five seconds in, you're just like, obviously having, obviously having a rough time. Private security? Uh, I guess they're allowed to do that. (laughs) So, Tony Tempa is basically on this, you know, grass opening there, and they just are smashing him into the grass yeah. and and he's his, obviously I mean, mentally in his neck but it was knee into his back it was knee into his back but his asphyxiated him yeah <laughs> i, I want to get to the part where okay this part's not that great but like 
when these right. douchebags. Yeah, like he's gonna answer that while you've got uh, his back. Yeah. He's, people looking like that are gonna be combative. They're gonna be fuck you. Okay, let me fast forward. Tony's now stopped moving. This right now would be a great time to what, guys? Pick him up and... Get off of him. Yes, get off of him and start... You know, when someone is in your custody, you need to take care of them. Like, they are your responsibility at that point. Protect and serve. Protect and serve. I know regardless of what you think he did or whatever, you're they're in your custody. It's like a patient now. Like, I don't know if police even think of it like that, but it's like your patient. And if your patient is dead when you get him to it's kinda like whenever I was I I've I've run paramedics before, like you've gotta keep them keep these patients alive and get them to a nurse, get them to a doctor, like a hierarchy. So you got to keep this person alive until the paramedic gets there. And then the paramedics got to keep them alive until they get to the nurse. And then get them alive to get, get to a doctor. Like that's the kind of thing that you're supposed yeah. to do. And these guys just yeah, fuck them. Crack jokes. Yeah, he's asleep. Yeah, here's the jokes part. Oh, and they did they did administer like some sedatives to him. Tony! And it's Hey Ray, do you see that right there? Whistling at him like he's a dog. Yeah, he's whistling yeah. like that, but you see his face? Just buried in the grass. Buried in the grass. Absolutely. First day, you can't be late. Tony. <clears throat> Bunch of new shoes for the first day of school. Come on. <laughs> Made breakfast, scrambled eggs, favorite. Okay, I'm oh, going to fast okay. forward. I think. Now we're getting to the, the paramedics are now on scene. I'm sorry, what did you say, Brent? So the paramedics have arrived at this point and they're like, oh shit. Yeah, uh, you have a patient. You have a dead guy. I don't think he did. Is he breathing? Did you see that, Ray? Yeah, where he was just jiggling his neck around like well, that. But... Well, like if you have you have an unconscious patient, you always go towards the the sternum and you just grind on it, and they'll usually wake up. He he did it, and Tony like went limper, and and he looked at. The cam- he looked at the guy who had the body cam and he was like, oh, fuck. Like, that dude's dead. And the paramedics the don't seem very... No, they're not like, either. ...responsive either. No, they're not. They're just kind of half-assing it. <laughs> and they're still... They're still <laughs> doing it. We ain't friends. I mean, to your point here, I mean, this kind of exhibits that, you know, these are not remarkable people that are being drawn into this profession. Thank you. 
thank you very much because it's it, it it is what it is because they're they're just not and i'm i'm not saying it is in a sense of a slight or whatever but you just gotta know that these people which we put so much trust in we we make all these laws and they're supposed to go out and go your tail lights out you're the, 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 all this and we put all this power into them and they're really just fucking people and that's it they're just like if we put ray gave ray a badge and said ray go out there and be police and i'm not saying anything about ray but ray eventually at the moment he'd start cracking jokes at freaking dumb idiots you know uh and he's not breathing oh oh shit yeah oh shit Ah, take your time, man. I mean, yeah, there's still not a lot of urgency chest, going on in this in this video. Chest compressions, no big deal. And he's like, "Yeah, this motherfucker ain't breathing." Okay, well, I guess we'll get to that. So that right there, Ray, you ever heard of Tony uh, Tony Tempo before tonight? Nah, not. I mean, not off the top of my head. No, maybe I'll most. Solve it, maybe but I'm saying, Ray, want. you're like most people. Not a lot of people know about Tony Tempo. And black, you would know who he is. And he's dead. And uh, the police officers who did that shit, guess what they're doing? Probably still police officers. Yes. They're still. I, I don't know if some have resigned. Some of, you know, I think maybe they had a, a, a little suspension or some sort. They're still police officers. Which no one knows their names. And that's why I say the Black Lives Matters kind of thing. I, I know it's just like the most, uh, you're not allowed to criticize this group ever, ever, you know, never, ever, ever. But if you just came out with a group that just said uh, police officers, uh, police killing unarmed men or in, in, unarmed people, and you just say, we don't want this ever happening. Everyone would be like, I agree. I don't think they should do that. Okay. So like, Googling uh, Tony Tempa's name, the first thing that comes up is a federal judge tosses excessive force lawsuit against the five Dallas police officers in his case. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that was actually, I think the uh, timestamp on that was probably last October. Yeah, it was just like, and that the Dallas New, the Dallas Morning. There's some reporter who did uh, just great work on covering lovely that. Lovely work. I, I, we could, yeah. I wish when we that, could. Uh... When that news broke, they the reporter tweeted out. I don't have to look this up, but they expressed frustration that his story didn't gain more traction nationally uh, in light of what happened to George Floyd. Which uh, I think that's a lot of the issue is that we tried to boil this down and make it as cut and dried as possibly can by thinking that it's a purely racial issue. And I think, you know, there's every truth. Per capita, it is true that more blacks are killed by the police uh, compared to white people, but overall more white people are killed by the cops every year than blacks. And, but it's, it's almost like an interaction mm -hmm. thing too. I mean, and uh, the focus is only when it happens to one particular subgroup, you know, number one, it, that leads to 
bad resolutions and bad proposals to try to resolve these issues. But the other thing that I think that it leads to, and one of the reasons why I make such a point, you know, anytime I can to point out that this has happened to people like Tony Tempa, to Troy Whitaker in Arizona, to Daniel Shaver in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Daniel Shaver. Yeah. Um, there's one other guy, Michael Bell Jr., who, it, if you can Google that, the we, Camille we, Foster. We could sit here and list dudes all all day long from from uh, race to race to race. You could, you could do this all day long. My, my point is, is that if you make it sound like it's something that only happens to black people, then white suburbanites will think, man, this can't happen to me. Or, yeah, it can happen to you. Or, not only just that, um, it's your fault too. By the way, you're (laughs) you're you're in a sense of, uh, listen here. This is happening to black folks at a higher rate, and it's your fault. And I'm sitting here going, that's weird. I didn't remember signing up for the fucking police, and (laughs) I've actually been quite anti-police for quite a long time. And uh, what Derek Chauvin did is a reflection over policing and cities and those things. It ain't a it ain't a uh, a reflection of me. I ain't never put nobody. I never restrained anybody and put my knee on anybody's neck. That's not me. So that's where your your message gets lost in of you know. A Black Lives Matter, which seems like a great thing, and then uh, you know we can, man. I'm telling you, we could talk about this for days, hours, and 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 everything. I mean, uh, there's a a big thing that came out recently about how uh, the Black Lives Matter uh, founder or whatever just like bought like a shitload of uh, of uh, real estate just recently. And I go, I told you, I told y'all for it's been like this for like a while. Um, where I was like, yeah, this place, this Black Lives Matter thing's phony as fuck. Like, you need to stay away from it. I mean, keep with the, if you want to do the Black Lives Matter just as a general thing, sure, fine. But as an organization, they're fucking awful. So that's why maybe you should come up with a new slogan because this this organization's just corrupt as fuck. And it, and it proved right, like, very quickly. Like, they're yeah, very corrupt. They're like Lincoln Project, and that's their grifters. Yeah, just full of grifters they're who on to you know the emotion of the moment and trying to grab power and get money off of it. It's, I mean, and it it wasn't even weapons basically. And it wasn't even me who I was thinking that. Uh, I was I was watching a video of a black family. I can't remember if they had lost somebody. I don't know who it was exactly. I just remember seeing it, and they were like, "This Black Lives Matter organization." is corrupt like it had they had media and everything around and this is a black family and they were like these people are corrupt they're buying they're buying real estate they have tons of donors and and where is that money going is that money going to these families is it helping at all and they were they were calling that shit out fast it was it was amazing and i that's what i kind of found kind of weird because i thought we were like Black Lives Matter came out like around where, um, getting my 2014 when uh, Michael Brown uh, was. I, I was killed, thinking yeah. Michael Brown was the more or less, but we found out back yeah. then. We found out back then that Black Lives Matter was eh, there's something going else going on there. Like it wasn't just 
And then it crept up again, and I'm going, guys, I we I thought we already went through this, and now we're doing this again. So, I don't know. Uh, I thought that was interesting talk. I do want to play the video of this freaking dork, um, because again, I had to say, like, I don't condone. Like, I'm not. I'm pretty. I remember. For the longest time, being so anti-police, I'm, and that really hasn't changed very much. I, I, it's just a natural thing well, for me. That's right in our wheelhouse. <laughs> Do what? That, that's right in our wheelhouse. Which I mean, I, I saw a couple of libertarians today get criticized because you know, I think Kennedy was one of the ones who was yeah. criticizing him. Why are you bashing us? We've been caring about these issues longer than you have. Yeah, for sure. And we, and whenever, and, and you had to think about it past, like, uh, when Eric Garner passed away, and you go, yeah. man, this is so awful. Da, da, da. I go, we kind of came up a long time ago where we said, whenever you start outlawing these cigarettes or something like that, I don't know if that's exactly what happened to Eric Garner, but start handing more power to government and and then filtering it down to law enforcement. This is what happens. Or you make these silly ass laws and then you make more interactions dealing with, okay, with anybody or with these black folks, then bad things happen. It's just, you I I just watched a video today where uh, in Seattle they have like bike laws. You're supposed to like register your bike and they were just roughing up these black kids and, and arresting people. And I'm like, see what happens when you stupid goofy ass liberals make a bunch of dumbass laws and then sit there and go back. Why are these police being so aggressive? Because they're following your orders. You dipshits. You made a problem. And now you're like, why, why is this such a problem? Need a dumb law. Somebody's got to enforce the law. You well, fucking guess made it. Yeah. That. And, and if you, you know, for you Beto O'Rourke's out there that want to grab everybody's guns, who do you think is going to be doing that? And what communities do you think they're going to be going into to try to do that? Exactly. And who do you think are they're sitting in jail right now because of heavy laws? I, I love, uh, have you ever heard of Maj Touré? I, I tell you, Maj Touré is badass. He's this black dude who teaches black folks how, uh, like how to properly use guns. And his biggest Poland Noir. Do what? Poland Noir. Oh, uh, no, fuck that guy, man. He's corporate. I'm talking about Mastere. <laughs> Colin Noir. He, he's he's. <laughs> He's over with the NRA. Fuck them, dude. The, Mastere, like NRA, don't want anything to do with this dude because he just goes. Yeah, all like he comes up with gun control is racist, which I love. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, he goes, yeah, gun control is racist. He's like, why do you say that? It's like, well, well the history. It's yes. <laughs> like you look and you you see who goes to jail and who doesn't, and because some you know they go pull over George Floyd and then oh man he's got a gun. Do you have a license for this? Is this registered? Oh, you're going to jail for a long ass time. Well, are you, you know, you, I think you're thinking of Philando Castile. Yeah, I mean, just regard. I mean, I, I'm just talking about it in a sense of you're stopping someone. But yes, Philando Castile, and then everyone goes, uh, "NRA, are you going to speak up on this?" And they go, "Crickets, crickets." Yeah. Here, I wanted Talk to play. To I, I wanted to play this because uh, uh, I, I just want to continue my streak of absolutely hating white people <laughs> as much as I can. 
So can y'all hear this? Just let me know if y'all can't, and then I'll 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 get out. Well, I'm released. I mean, I'm here. Can everybody hear that? No, yes. we can't hear that. You can't well, hear. I mean, it's quiet, but why is it quiet? You... I don't know. Well, I'll play it, and then I'll explain what he says. Really, just to support black and brown people. Sorry, this is a uh, this is a NBC, uh, MSNBC report, and there's. This uh, reporter is interviewing some uh, white guy who's like, I'm just here to support uh, Black Lives Matter thing, Jigger. I don't know. I'm just here hanging out. Uh, oh, but um, I have a lot of learning to do myself. And so for myself personally, um, this has been a wake-up call for um, the privilege I've had. And I haven't even realized it, and the difficulty um, for all black and brown people. So I'm thrilled that justice is served. All right. I'm going to stop this for a second. So he's basically like, uh, you know, I, I just realized that I have privilege and uh, all these bad things are happening to the black and brown people. And I, I kind of first start off and go, this guy's super racist. Like he's done something wrong in his life or he just, it's not in a sense of actually being racist, but he's like never been around anybody. Yeah. Uh, of, I don't want to say. It couldn't oh, even God. be that. It's it just that maybe he's looking for the good boy woke points. Yes. Or whatever exa- exactly. That. And he's like, I'm, I'm now on the train guys. Like I wasn't at first because I was probably online i was uh trading millions or something like that i don't know like i didn't take american history i didn't you know take a civil rights course or anything like that i i I went to private school it was all white uh it was like (laughs) like you see these people and they're they're just yeah (laughs) in the bubble yeah just solely in the bubble and they got they come out of the bubble and they're like can you believe that this happens and I go, yeah, this is the real world. Like this is, this is what, like, this I mean, is awful. Look what's going on in Alito right now. Oh God. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> you said you now realize your privilege that the death of George Floyd helped you realize that. What are you going to do with that realization? Where, where do you take that? I want to find out. I don't know. I actually Googled it today. What can a white person do to help all black lives matter? Did anybody hear that? Yeah. He 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 says he's like I just had the realization then, and then I just got on Google. I said, "Hey Google, uh, how can I how can I help Black Lives Matter?" Just generically, you know, send, send a blank check. Send that check to the old lady, and she'll put that real estate to to good use. She will Scientology the hell out of Black Lives Matter real quick. I mean, uh, hey, she's smart. She's investing in real estate. She's invest- That's an investment. Oh, yes, for sure. Hey, I think she probably read the book on Scientology because that's what it's... they did. <laughs> they just bought up a lot of real estate, and after a while, it just, like, <laughs> they turned into multi-billion dollars and they could afford anything. What made you do that? What was in your heart that made you do that? Just, just an open awareness to see that, you know, institutionally and systematically, I've got benefits that other people don't have. Thank you very much. For Thank you, on. white guy. All right. Anyways, I need him to start fake crying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the only thing that's missing. 
<laughs> he couldn't even muster that. He's just like uh, <laughs> when I see someone on Twitter going, literally bawling. I'm so bawling right now. Literally shaking. Literally shaking and bawling. I'm, I've so many Kleenexes have been used. I'm crying just uncontrollably. I'm like, I don't think you are. <laughs> I need to see his video. Just put the video up of you just just Well, cr- even that's performance art. Yeah. That's true. They probably have uh, some have been locked up so long that they're probably crying anyways and there's just sent them over the edge. They've been in their house so long. Uh, I wanted to play one more was our old lady, uh, Nancy Pelosi. This was, Oh a good... my God. No, this is the worst. <laughs> this is the, whenever, whenever you say the worst, you mean the no, best. This... <laughs> no, when both sides are dogpiling you, you know you've done you've done fucked up. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna play this just for like historical uh, record that I want this on the podcast. I want everyone to hear it. So again, thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing your life for justice, for being there to call out to your mom. How how heartbreaking was that? <laughs> I'm not Maybe. laughing at that part. <laughs> I'm just laughing at her, just like. I remember how bad it was. It was so bad. I I literally had to put down my my, my $20 ice cream and he uh died cuz he knew that you know it would kick off the greatest criminal justice reform. Yes, he knew that like, he would pers- he would facilitate me gaining the house that. one more time before I die and and end up into my crypt. That I'll be in forever. You mean all this will happen? Okay, I'll sign up to die. Yeah, I think George Floyd would just prefer to just have been alive (laughs) a little longer. Just, uh, just been arrested like normal. Yeah, he would have been like, I would have gone to jail, than death. Yeah, but I just Nancy Pelosi. Thank you. The gift that just keeps on giving. Oh my God. Of like why we should have term limits. <laughs> just term just, limits on everything. Just, just, just senile old women. Period. Oh, well, old brands that are trying to, you know, show how woke and how performative they are. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like uh, I thought it was funny. The Mavericks tweeted out. Uh, about half an hour ago. Oh, okay. I'll it's just a, a blank picture and it says accountability. Okay. As if they've had no <laughs> accountability in their organization Woo! the last, you know, what is it, three, four years with all their sexual assault scandals and all that? It's pretty rich. China probably just added a few more Uyghur Muslims to uh, internment camps. Exactly. Uh, accountability to China. Nope, no, we're good. Yes. Yeah, Steve Kerr could not be reached for comment. Ditto Greg Popovich. <laughs> um I'm trying to think of someone. Uh the other the other good one today was uh we we actually Brandon brought that up was uh the the Raiders one where uh 
They they wrote down the date and I can breathe. I saw uh, there was like an article or some Las Vegas paper did an article that Mark Davis himself yes. was the one that tweeted that out or made them tweet that out or whatever. Well, he said that he's the one that said that. So he, I mean, yeah. he could have thrown a social media intern under the bus. Right. Um, but he, he took ownership of that. So, you know, for that, I guess we give him a little bit of credit. Um, Is that one of those things where he said it and you, everyone kind of looks up and goes, yeah, I could see that. Just super tone deaf, have no idea what's going on. And yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, to be sure, it was completely tone deaf, but I think we also need to consider, you know, the Raiders track history on uh, these little, types of issues. A little uncomfortable yeah. about that. Yeah. Another, well, I mean, wow, they, they, they've been good. They have been. I mean, and I, and I put in my thread that um, Al Davis, you know, Jew, and a lot like uh, Red Auerbach with the Celtics when. You know, they looked to try to integrate the team whenever they could. And, you know, this is also at a time where a lot of hotels, especially in the South, wouldn't allow black people and white people to stay in the same hotel. Um, Al Davis and Red Auerbach said, we're not, we're not playing your teams. We're not visiting your city if, uh, if your hotels do that. Boom. That's another guy right there. That's a kick to my groin. Are you talking about? Anything? Sorry, Ouch. I, I I've put a video up of uh, Al Sharpton's tweet, which he puts oh, on there. Headed God. to Minneapolis to stand I'm with the Floyd come uh, Floyd family as closing arguments are set to. Be it should have just said heading to Minneapolis to make this story about me. Yeah. <laughs> or you like this jet? About to get another one. Yeah, <laughs> I will say that it's good because I've told some people on the left that I think are finally seeing this man for the charlatan that he is. I think that's the most like I knew whenever I was a kid. I think there was some story when I, it was on like 2020 where years ago he was like Bradley. It, it was the drug. It was the drug deal that he was in there. Like you, you this guy's a real piece of shit. Like yeah. Al Sharpton's a total piece of shit, and and yeah, I mean, he, uh, what what was that? Um, the one in Baltimore. It's, it's kind of uh, relevant nowadays, but like, um, um it was oh, the, were they? Uh, it was the, the the guy got was in the back of the police van. No, I'm talking about the one he did like in the 80s or 90s, which oh, was like okay. a rape. And they were like, "Oh yeah, he, she was." He, he. But it was a fake rape. Like it turned out, it wasn't true. And he was the bigger push. Like you ask him today, he's like, "Oh yeah, she was definitely raped." And it's like a proven, like it did not happen. It's like the Duke lacrosse scandal. Like, oh yeah, like I remember more that. blatant, blatantly untrue. Baltimore fake rape <laughs> i'm not good at googling i feel it's a weird thing to google to google fake fake rape <laughs> yeah uh like, al sharpton maybe maybe that'd be al sharpton baltimore Ta tawana bradley that's the one it was yeah tawana bradley yeah that totally fell through like it was total bullshit but 
he's one of those guys. He come in and goes, "I'll take care of all this. You just make sure the checks come through, and it will be fine." It's like, dude, he's such a piece of shit. But what was the moral of the story of all this? Is that we should all come together and, like, police are not infallible. They they mess up horribly. And they need to be held accountable for this. Like, seeing a police officer, like, go to jail for murder is, is kind of refreshing, in a way. Now, I'm still... I don't know, a little skeptical if, if he actually, because there's the whole appeals process and sentencing and all that. And I so, think it'll be good regardless, even if, to, even if today's the politi- a good start, even, yeah, it's a good start. Even if the politicians just can't even get out of their own fucking way to just go, you know what? I'm just going to allow justice to run its course. I'm not going to, I'm not going to fuck around with it. I'll just wait till it goes out. What's with politics? Who is it? Maxwell? Is that her name? Maxine, Colin, Maxine Max- Waters. Yeah, something like that. Like she was calling for basically neighborhoods to be burned down if it didn't go their way. That, okay, I would like to not. Uh, Maxine Waters, I'm no fan of. She didn't exactly say that, <laughs> but it's. But well, in, I mean, I'm just going off what I see on Twitter. But in a way of like. If this doesn't go our way, y'all need to be more controver- uh more confront uh what is uh, uh confrontational? Confrontational. I was gonna say controversial, it's not controversial, but yeah, more confrontational and like be more I'm like like be more like what was in the summer? <laughs> like what do you yeah. do more than that? <laughs> How do you, you you literally burnt a police station to the ground? <laughs> you burned cities to the ground. Like multiple people have been mur- like not murdered. I mean, well, I don't know, murdered. Do you want to call it like killed? Like there's like I think they said like thirty people had died during the summer during that. So like I would kind of go, yeah, this didn't work. It's not that's not the way to get really anything done. Like like you see people do that, burn cities down. You see the 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 Trump people, you know, uh, storming the Capitol. You don't get anything done doing that. You're not going to get done. done. You, no one's going to listen to you. Everybody's going to discredit you. Everything you do, you have to do it in a better way of like, okay, how do we get these one people, how do we get these people to be on our side? How about let's try this, make it more relatable. And maybe you're not the white devil or something like that. Like, Let's let's try to to make it look at look at Ray, professional podcaster over there, sneezing and shit and muting his thing. Man, you know what, Ray? Brandon, I mean, let yeah. me know if you disagree. Not that not that your uh, vote even counts, but Ray Ray's allowed <laughs> to come back on the podcast. Oh man, bless your All heart. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna say it right now. Ray is allowed to come back on the podcast. I enjoy having him on. He's I he's, do not object. He's a good old friend of mine, but let's uh let's see if old uh can I get Jacoby? I think it's uh I don't I mean do we I do we have the same queued up? I don't think he'll come on. I think it's date night for him. Oh, that's even better. We have the, we have this turned on. <laughs> This is riveting stuff. We're calling Jacob and seeing if he'll answer. 
No, you're just going to get Jacoby voicemail. He's going to... I should let that go. Uh, I should have let that go and be like, I'm going to let your whole number... (laughs) I should have let his whole number lay out on the podcast is what I should have done. Hey, you got big boobs? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say I'm broadcasting your... uh, your number on the podcast <laughs> on the podcast because you didn't answer all right uh anybody else uh got anything else ray uh where's dustin is he uh wrapped up in this you know he uh rangers angels game right now it's what he's doing he's just he's just full going balls deep on rangers angels right now Apparently, uh, Joey Gallo bunted in a run. So, for all those that are complaining about Joey Gallo not bunting more, all I see is Mike Reiner write, Jesus shit a nail. What does that mean? <laughs> well, they're down six to two right now <laughs> on yeah. a, uh, well, it was pool hole. <laughs> a pool hole home run. Everybody, hold on, everybody. Everybody, hold on. Jacob. Sailors. Man, no chill, huh? What's up, bro? You must be broadcasting. Huh? You said you must be on the air. We're on the air. You were live. Yeah. This, yeah. I don't know if this is great radio to have you on my speakerphone, but... Okay, he's coming on. All right, all right. We're going to extend the show just a little bit because... Okay, let me get this queued up. Home Because got... fuck it. Why not? Are you allowed to cuss on these things? Oh my goodness. Who the fuck cares? I don't know. Yeah, we are. <laughs> this is not for your kids. That's right. Uh, hey, I just want y'all to know that tonight I am brought to you by Rockstar Exdurance. Oh, kiwi strawberry flavor. So. Awesome. blending in the background. <laughs> oh, it does blend in with the, uh, yeah, the little green. <laughs> It's a green can. <laughs> it blends in with the green screen. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I wish I had more to to chat about, but now I'm just like, we just got to wait for Jacob, I guess. So, Brad, who do you got? Your eight to Omaha right now. Who do you who do you think is going to Omaha right now? If I had a Tinder for topics on the podcast, I would swipe. Whatever the, <laughs> the thing is. Do you swipe right or left? You swipe right for the like, uh, left for get okay. out of here. Left. All the way left. I've got no right. I've got no desire on that. I've got Oh, uh, you don't want to know you don't think that the Vandy boys are gonna take it this year? Sure. I think they have uh that guy and then that other they got, guy. They've got Kumar <laughs> and <laughs> Brandon likes that uh, that uh analyzation. They got that one guy and then they had that other guy. <laughs> so they got two guys. So I think that's pretty good. They got two guys the Rangers probably will not draft. Is that Al Leiter to be, or who is it? Yeah, Al Leiter. Is that, is that Al Leiter's kid? Yeah, dude, to be, and he's not even left-handed too. That's a little disappointing. Former Marlin great. As a kid, being a lefty, I idolized Al Leiter. Him and Tom Glavin. 
Brad, we were talking about you, me and Jacob, the other day while watching TCU baseball. Uh-oh. And, uh, and how in high school, so whenever someone strikes out, you know, the catcher sends it around the horn. <laughs> but it's always to the third baseman. Dude, that... Almost always to the third baseman. Always to the third baseman. Unless maybe your catcher gets a little... I used to hate... So, for the for the listeners, I was a first baseman. Okay, I was playing first base. And they would always throw it around the horn to the third so third, second, shortstop, and then to the pitcher. And I'm like, man, fuck this. Like every now and then I would convince the catcher to throw it over there. Actually, Brad, it goes third to short, second, second back to third, third to the pitcher. <sighs> Whatevs, dude. I mean, okay. Everybody has their has their. Everyone routine. gets a turn but the first baseman. But the first, <laughs> some, some get it twice. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking I, of turns, are we gonna let Jacob in? Is he? Did he go in? He said that he he said he he kindly requested you to accept them. God, how how did yours work there? Uh, off the email link that you sent me. This one's being really controversial today. Oh, believe me, I know. I was trying to dial in for like ten minutes before. Because I never got any clicking, nothing of any sort. I must have hit something. Well, while you do that, I'm going to go back to studying balance sheets. So why, what are you going to do when you grow up, Ray? Ray What am I going to do, man? Uh, That's a million dollar question. I have no idea. I have no idea what I'm going to do with this degree once I get it. Are you going to be? But I'll have a degree. It's kind of like uh, that old. Well, for the listening folks, I have lost Ray. It's talking about his I dad. Lost, I lost Ray. Oh, now he's back. He's still here. Come on. I lost him. Yeah. But anyways, there's this old, uh, off of uh, Kanye's first album, where there's a skit where this kid's talking about all his dad wanted to do was collect degrees. And he's like, he didn't leave me any money, but I have all these degrees to keep me warm. It's uh, kind of what I feel. I feel. I felt that. I know another story where, like, his uh, this kid, his dad, his dad would uh, did somebody just shit their pants? Jesus, uh, this guy. <laughs> what is it saying? Oh, sorry, uh, Jacob's trying to get in, and I'm being denied. Man, I am so mad at Google Meet right now. Do I even have Jacob's number? Uh, Jacob. Oh, look, I That's do. Why is, uh, what about Microsoft Teams? Have you tried uh, Teams? Uh, it depends on if you like got to pay for it. Uh, Microsoft Teams is free. I mean, it's no Teams is no different than Google or Zoom. I mean, it's just whoever you want to give your business, what overlord you give your business to. It is. That is exactly what it is. Hey. What happened? That works. Hey, there he goes. Hold on. Hold goddamn, on. Goddamn time. Oh, I should turn the thing on. Every time. Gosh. Man, nice. it's been a while, bud. 
Dude, the juices are flowing right now. Big stars all right, all right, all right. here we go, here we go. Yeah. Now we can kind of ramp it back up. We're about to wrap up. So. <laughs> now we just get started now. That's all right. Y'all can log off. I'll do an hour solo. I don't care. A hype. <laughs> so for, for some of the listeners, uh, Jacob. Big hype. Oh, I got to turn this off. Damn it. Uh, Jacob. Hey, go frogs. Who do we got there? Yes, sir. Let's hey, go. Hey, Ray. What's up, buddy? You didn't see Ray was in here? <laughs> Not just now. Yeah. Yeah. Ray's up in this bitch. Damn, Dude, you, didn't, you didn't tell me Ray was here. Making his yeah, podcast. Been breaking down. We've been breaking down TCU baseball all night. Yeah. Podcast debut for Ray. So, oh shit, man! How about that one hitter tonight, dude? Oh my god, I will, that? I will end this podcast right now. That's fine, I Ray. And I will keep going. Swear Ray. to God, Ray and I, we got this. Okay, I'll just, dude. I'm gonna go to sleep. Hey, we we got to talk about Luke Savage. We're gonna do a dude. deep dive into Luke Savage. Dude, how about Luke Savage? Luke you know, fucking Savage. Dude came out, had a little bit of butterflies, hit the yeah. first batter, and then one, nailed. One hitter though. One hitter, and it was like a, uh, it was a dicey kind of one hitter. Like he didn't have the best control. But he got out when he he made the uh, pitch when he needed to make it. Yeah. So yeah, and he got a little help from his defense. I saw Hump throughout that guy in the second inning. Uh, right. I watched it up until the fifth, and then it was Stars hockey time. Then you missed uh, Drew Hill coming in. Drew Hill looked Drew Hill, really dude. good tonight. Three scoreless. Damn. Is that that R and B band? Hey, are we doing DMX tonight? We did DMX last week. Anything you see Do you have any? Do you have any uh, thing to add for it? Uh, no, other than he has more amazing songs than I remembered, and I don't know. That, that, that's really my takeaway from my uh, my eulogy of DMX last weekend. I feel like we did. Well, actually, I started the podcast. Oh, I'm going to turn this off. Uh, I did the podcast, and I was on with Jay and Brandon. And then I realized that none of them had listened to DMX at all. Wow. Yeah, they need to do a deep dive. A deep dive. And I was like, okay, well, I don't know what else to talk about with this. And then Dustin finally came on. I was like, we were able to do a finally a good a good proper a bit okay but, but well, yes but uh let's give me give me sped up on tonight what are we talking about we went oh. over super league which and we're done with next uh we went over uh there's this guy named george floyd and Derek chauvin yeah okay i mean they had a what, little they had a little what? they had a little dispute Oh, right. Yeah. Ray was in the group DM earlier, like, in a boy innocent. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know if on the podcast. I don't know, oh, I don't know if that was, I think that was private. I think you should. Oh, my bad. Hey, edit that out. <laughs> okay. <yeah. laughs> Dude, no. Transferring to LL. I, I started it out, Jacob, when I said, okay, Derek Chauvin, hero or. <laughs> as a lifelong nancy pelosi fan i say hero 
I mean, who do you think's gonna who do you think's gonna enforce all your uh, COVID lockdowns or uh, Green New Deal things? You know, it's gonna, right, well, it's gonna be a lot more Derek Chauvin's than uh, the other guy. If we're in the uh, business of putting on an interesting podcast, I saw a tweet today from a private account that said, "Are we all just gonna pretend like this whole Derek Chauvin George Floyd thing wasn't totally staged?" <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good night, guys. See I don't later. have. <laughs> yeah, that w- I don't have the energy for that. I'm just reporting. I'm just reporting. I also saw this private account talk about how the moon's not real. So, let's talk about that. So like George Floyd now living in the Galapagos Islands or yeah. something. No, I did enjoy the. Uh, Derek... Is he hanging out with uh, Hitler? Yeah, he's, 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 the same, he's, he's in same Argentina. Island? Yeah, that's starting to hit a little close to home, but that's that's for off the air talk. Oh, by the, by the way, happy birthday, Hitler! So, I don't think we say happy birthday. <laughs> I'm certainly not wishing Hitler a happy birthday. I mean, today. everybody gets a birthday, don't they? We just say it's her, it's Hitler's birthday. <laughs> it it, 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 we'll, it we'll is just, his birthday. We'll just do the office version of it is your birthday. Hey. <laughs> So is Ray sparing everybody, or is he is he providing tonight? You know what? I I told him I would let him on, and I would give him. This is like a trial run, and I yeah. will say right now, Ray is allowed to come back. Well, if I'm if I have an open invite, then hell, <laughs> who doesn't? I know, well, I mean, though for the podcast listeners, Ray's been doing homework through most of this. <laughs> But I've gotten over it because he did deliver a few good lines, so it's no big deal. But overall, I think Ray's been a, like what? okay. The bar was so low though, and Ray, sure. Ray, all all he had to do was just don't say anything super stupid or generic, and that's I think he did it. Yeah, either be com- completely one way or the other. The worst you can do is be in the middle. Well, I, I thought Ray. I, I just didn't want Ray to come on and go. Well, uh, you know. I, I don't really have a lot of opinions on that, or uh, you know. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. Just, I mean, real, yeah, real grooves like, yeah. <laughs> tell us what you think of that NASCAR race last week. You know, yeah. Hey, I can tell you about Formula One. I watched my first Formula One race over the weekend. Play me out. I was about to say, <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> Jacob, did you listen to the podcast last week? I hate to do a, I hate to do a recap. Other than yeah, obviously you didn't hear the DMX, but we did we did do a Jacob. Yeah, you actually contributed more to the podcast than you know, but we did do the. My spirit lives on. Yeah, you know? the guy uh, things guys are really into that I'm not into, or I don't know. shit. Did I miss that segment? Yeah, you did. I th- yeah, that was a good topic, man. I think I think that's something that can keep going, like as a like a fifteen minute thing. I've got an opposite one. Okay, go. And because I think you'll uh, be able to go. Oh, I've got a few of those yeah. things that women are supposed to be really into. That eh, I don't think they're that bad, and I'm kind of into. It. Uh, hang on. So, like, men aren't supposed to be into them, but women are. Yes. Manicures, pedicures. Exactly. That's exactly what I thought Jacob would say because I called yep. him one time and he goes, "Hey, bro, I can't hear you. The water's really loud at the any manicure." <laughs> hey, <laughs> I enjoy a good petty. It was a cool time during <laughs> the awesome. petty. 
Yeah, I, I'm a big fan. I just don't get them. I, maybe I make a little bit more money, more, uh, more money lately. I could probably afford a few more. Okay, I got another one for you. Okay. Delicious cocktail drinks. Exactly. Man, strawberry daiquiris are pretty good choice. Uh, now, strawberry daiquiri, is that really like a, now, what's the what's the setting? Strawberry daiquiris, no, 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 no. I'm just saying strawberry daiquiris on a beach, that's Mostly. always allowed. But are you just making strawberry daiquiris like on Thursday or something? To sit on the patio? You dang right. <laughs> All I'm saying is if you like them, drink them. Don't feel like you're ever in a setting where, damn, I could really go for a daiquiri, but my boys are going to roast me, so <laughs> drink that. I guess I'll have this bourbon straight. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, me personally, I'm a bourbon guy, and that's what I like to drink. I don't drink bourbon because that's what men do. I just like it. No, we're and I've, I've turned that in, but I, I for one thing that – I think maybe women do more than men. Uh, a good wine. I, I'm not. That's unisex. I, it is, is unisex, is, but is, I'm not. It a, is very unisex. But I'm. I've never been able to get on that board. So I guess I'm more manly. But concert tonight. Uh, I had my makers. I'm already out. So all right. Crack up. Crack open some balconists. Which you? Yeah. I, I, though I did give that to some guy who's really into whiskey, and he goes, "It's not that good." No, okay, that's another thing that I've learned recently is this is a polarizing bourbon. Yeah. Well, I guess okay, it's a whiskey. I don't want to adding whatever. It's whiskey, but it's I like, it. and I've learned that some guys think it's trash. Yeah, I love the different flavors in it. I think it's somewhere. Hey, dude, is that is that something you like? Then I say stick with it. Okay, that goes back to the point, right? Yeah. Defend what you like. Maybe that's the takeaway here is if you like something, defend it. Don't don't feel pressured to dislike it because of social pressure. Okay. Don't trust me. Okay, I've got one thing because uh it was a really weird thing that happened when I was watching I was watching uh what the hell is that Gordon Ramsay show? Uh Hell's I, Kitchen. One. Uh yeah, it was Hell's Kitchen. Muse in the news. Muse in, okay. <laughs> Hell's Kitchen. Because actually there's a person that we, we we all mutually know, except for Brandon, that was on the show. And now I'm like finishing Who? the show. Uh, Jordan Savelle. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sable. She, okay. She's on that show. and but, yeah, I've, yeah. but I've just kept watching it. And there was this uh, scene. And I'm like, this isn't even a – I think it's something emotionally going on with me. Maybe it's either I'm getting older or something or the things that are happening. But this guy is, uh, he's from, he's from Ireland and he hasn't seen his family in like two years. And so this is even the part you're getting, no, you're getting to the part where, no, this is actually pre COVID. They, they shot this two years ago. I know I'm kidding. No, you're not. Shut up. Uh, (laughs) so, but they were like, well, we, your, your parents were going to be on, on a, we're on holiday and we couldn't get them. And he started crying. And then they were like, just kidding. We got them. And then his parents came in and people he hadn't seen in two years. And I literally look over my wife and I've got like tears running down my cheek. Yeah. And I'm like, is something going on with me? And so I think of are, are men supposed to cry or whatever the hell, but as I'm getting oh. older, the, the, propensity to cry is more 
You know, it's not something I've learned how to do yet, but I've learned. Well, you're a you're a deadless robot. No, I'm not a deadless robot, but if I used to be, but if I could, I would, because I think it's a good emotional release. It's a I mean, super. I mean, seriously, with everything that's kind of going on with me right now, like to just sit back and like it sounds so weird to just sit there and cry, and you're like. Oh man, I love a good cry. It's a I mean, good. I had, it's like sneezing or something. But this, this is like how this is how women can go through a breakup, right? Yeah. And then they're done and they've moved on, and guys are still like, "Hey, hey, miss you. What are you doing? Stop fucking texting me. What the fuck? What yeah, I'm well, so well, like, uh, over this. What Jimmy V said in his, you know, his famous speech back in the '80s, where he says, you know, once a day you should be moved to tears experience that emotion i mean that sounds like a great way to live i just have a long way to go to get there like tonight i was just reading an article about uh a tcu fan that's a big fan of the tcu women's basketball team about tcu sports (laughs) well i mean it it is yes but it's uh just the story of this fan that uh it brought me you know i was uh teary-eyed just reading it the show always goes back to TCU. <laughs> it's, it's right <laughs> as it's rightfully it should. It should right. be named another dumb TCU podcast so, for four team in soccer. Well, maybe we'll okay if if I can, I'll. Uh, what am I saying? I'll, I'll curate it. But yeah, y'all, y'all y'all can take the name and y'all can have your own little podcast where you just talk about <laughs> TCU shit, right? <laughs> That's not a bad idea. We can be under the another dumb podcast umbrella. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like barstool. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's room in the market for a TCU baseball podcast, right? What do you think? There definitely is because there's literally none right now. We're they pretty on the air, Brad. <laughs> uh, you know they what? I'm always looking no for. Love. I'm always looking for a niche. Hey, you, you send me audio, and I will put it into my slot. So. Yeah, we'll give you a cut of all of our sponsorship if we're under your umbrella. Exactly. <laughs> but if you try to leave, I own another dumb TCU podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or, but eventually you would win. It'll yeah. be like Call Her Daddy. It'll be all over. <laughs> like Portnoy, he'll just, no, you're not leaving. But so you're going to go cool. ahead and make that, uh, that Twitter handle? Yeah, let's start that. Yeah, I'm serious. Maybe we should talk about doing that. Okay. Well, you're you're barely on this podcast, so I wouldn't imagine that you'd be real great at doing another podcast. That's what Thursdays are for, right? That's right. Thursdays are for the frogs, dude. Okay, but you got to keep it under like three hours. You're just gonna be rambling drunk. I think I think we do a pretty good job of it. I'm almost cool. You know so. what? There's a market for anything. There's a market for whatever the hell we do, and so I, I wouldn't say that it would be the worst idea ever. Have y'all talked about how ballparks name their hot dogs? I was just thinking about the froggy doggy, the froggy doggy, and the Raider dogs, <laughs> the Raider dog, and then the uh, Oklahoma State. Yeah, what did Oklahoma State call theirs? Curdy. The Dirty Curdy? Yeah. (laughs) That is a really good photo of me whenever people are talking about college baseball. 
<laughs> yeah, face. I, I, I looked both at both of y'all. Y'all just stonewall, stone faced. Like Here, here's nothing. what's crazy to me, Ray, is you got the Longhorns at what number three, four in the country, dude. They're up to number three. Yeah, and Brad's over here like meh. Todd Madden. <laughs> Yeah. I should actually so in the corner of my office there is a 2002 national championship uh, national champions baseball pennant in Jacob, the corner. Who's the uh, Hispanic Titanic on the Longhorns? Ivan something. I, I distance from that nickname. <laughs> well, Texas is running with it. The I, official. Of course they do. They're still playing the eyes of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm a I'm a truly bad dude, Brad. Hey, how how hyped were you tonight when Braden Taylor hit his tenth home run of the season? I was sitting there watching the stars make their run for the cup. (laughs) Okay, I got I got stars questions. Go. I'm the expert. I've been to two three two two games now. Two. Okay, I got a few questions asked then. Okay. So, how far out are they? Are they going to make the playoffs? They're they're going to make yes, they're going to make the playoffs. Okay, that's good news because hey, all you got to do is all you got to do is just get in, right? Tyler Sagan back next week. Get in and hope that you don't play the Lightning and hope they get bounced in the first round somehow. Right. Then yes. Then yeah, everything's up for. Up I for mean, if, if okay, it would be the worst thing ever if we ran into the lightning in the Stanley Cup. I'd I'd deal with that. You want to lose in five? Would we run in, run into them in the Stanley Cup this yeah, year? Yeah, it'd be the it'd be the Western Conference or the Eastern Conference final. Are we Eastern Conference? It's yeah. so simple. Brandon, help us out. Brandon, no, I mean, but Brandon, like... we're stupid. Okay, <laughs> so so for this year. The only way they would play Tampa would be in the first or second round. Right. Okay. Could the star are they considered the Eastern Conference this Shut year? Or up. The oh my field? God, Ray, I'm about to kick you off the podcast so fast. Calm no, de- are they in the no, East? Uh, it said Central. It said Central. I, okay. Well, I. It's the okay, cap. That's divisions. I thought that was division. Their division or whatever. You know. They're only playing their division right now yeah they're not right. gonna play anything else okay so not even in the playoffs they won't play another division unless they get to the third round yeah i see i didn't know that excuse well, the fuck out of me well you tried to take over the we'll explain that i mean it was good information but like don't just yeah. Well, no, because in my mind, the wheels were turning like, wait, could the Stars win an Eastern Conference title this year? Like if they went to the Stanley, like raise an Eastern Conference banner. Well, that's think, all I was wanting. I don't think there's conferences at all. Yeah, that's it's basically, it's four divisions. And then whoever survives the divisional playoffs, then they reseed based off of uh, record. And then it goes into like a final four kind of thing. Hey, so I think, uh, I don't know if they're calling it the Metro or the Atlantic this year, uh, but that comprises basically East Coast. Yeah, up Northeast, the United States, and then there's the West, and then there's uh, the Canada, the Canada division or whatever. Yeah, but I don't even, I think they have their own Stanley Cup final because we're not allowed to play anybody from Canada. Because they don't well, have a, they don't have a vaccine, don't yo. Be a bubble yeah. or... 
I don't think the players could handle another bubble. Guys, guys, can we kick the Canadian teams out of their own damn? Yes. (laughs) Move all those franchises to Oklahoma City and Super Hockey League. Is anybody down? (laughs) Super Hockey League. They're not responsible enough like we are to handle COVID. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody ever talks about how dumb they're. travel laws are because you have to quarantine i think they dropped it down like is it still is it still like if you arrive in canada then you have to take a test and if you don't take a test you have to sit at this hotel for like two thousand dollars or some shit i I don't know exactly what it is but i just since you kind of brought that up what came to mind just now was when matthew defranks tried of the uh the beat writer for the stars for the Dallas morning news tried to six of them. to Edmonton and got as far as Vancouver before he, they turned him around and said, you can't, you can't enter the country. You think COVID Canada. Oh my God. Yeah. The videos I've seen, the, it's like a police state up there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude. Uh, uh, yeah. Don't talk about that at all. No. What Ontario is doing. What is Ontario doing? Look, look at the numbers. Basically, there's no, um, there's no rights. Like you can get pulled over for anything. You can get questioned for anything and arrested. What? You didn't hear me? Yeah, we heard you. No, I was. I thought Brandon said something, but I he was all muffled. Yeah, I didn't hear Brandon. Oh. I was going to say, because we talked about this earlier in the podcast, yeah, that's just like America where you can get pulled over for anything. The cops can do whatever they want. Uh, Yeah, but they've actually explicitly authorized it. Yeah, I I saw somewhere where um, at the border with Quebec that cars from Quebec trying to get into Ontario were backed up for like five kilometers. Jesus. How far is that in miles? In American miles? <laughs> That's funny. That is... How many, how many is that in real miles? Not that weird, goofy shit that they did? Yeah. So five kilometers, that's probably 3.26. It yeah. sounds like a 5K or something like they're, that. So they're literally going... They're in the peak of COVIDness. Like, they... Mm. Peaked and yeah, they've been locked down for a long time. Maybe they could use Donald Trump as a consultant on how to reduce their or, or Greg, Ron DeSantis. De- yeah. Ron DeSantis. No, right. they need Greg Abbott to wheel up there. <laughs> <laughs> Snowman. Put some chains on those tires, bro. <laughs> Just watching, uh, watching Greg Abbott in a uh, in a, like a. Uh, what if, I'm trying what's the track shit? Ah, well, somebody possible enough to fix it. Yeah, I'm thinking of like him in a motorized wheelchair. Yes, exactly, just like that with the tracks and everything. Well, like Marge. Yeah, like Marge. <laughs> Going over the Margaret Hunt Hill Bridge, <laughs> trying to save Canada hockey. I'm actually shocked. I never even looked at the COVID numbers in Canada. I was actually kind of shocked at that. They're just not responsible like we are. But like, as you see, we're not peaking again. That's because we're responsible. 
we're good Americans. They're bad candidates. Levi Levi Weaver weeps that we're not peaking. About Canadian exceptionalism and how they do everything right. The Americans can't do anything right. Fuck them. Well, what I'm what I'm seeing about COVID is just it seems like a thing that you just gotta let it run its course. And if we kind of did, and now we're all like, now we're getting vaccines and we have immune like immunities naturally. And then now we're seeing the benefits of it. Like, what good did the lockdown do? It didn't stop the spread. It flattened the curve. No, it didn't. It flattened the curve. Everyone was locked up for no fucking reason last year. They would just say, just imagine all the death and destruction there would be if we didn't lock down. Of course, we'll never be able to. I was about to say, well, can I can I run the alternate universe where everybody's got middle fingers yeah. to the air and we just say fuck this? Yeah, let's uh, run this simulation back. <laughs> it's called Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's Sweden doing still? Doing just fine. Do they have universal hair- health care? Oh my care there? god! Dude, yeah, they do. Sweden's doing. Just baller. Of course they are. <clears throat> like they're dead. Shit done over there. How is no one hey. looking at that? Have y'all's mask habits changed, dude? Uh, you know the meme of like uh, I always use a uh, Vince McMahon walking down the ramp <laughs> doing his walk. Uh, <laughs> through the gas station. That's me. The... That's me going through a Walmart in the west in the west side. Just... <laughs> Yeah, it's starting to ease up at the AAC now. When I, the first Stars game I went to, they kicked your ass out. If if you took a bite of your chicken tendy and you didn't put your mask on while you were chewing, they kick your ass out. Yeah. So now we, they come by once a period and check, and, and then they put it up. Sign that says mask, and then they'll like, and if you're not wearing a mask, they'll fucking give you the evil eye. But then you won't see them till the next period. I saw an usher three times all night. No, from what I had heard, that's why I was kind of I wanted you to report back because of the games I was hearing, there was like it's serious mask wearing. It's not passive mask wearing. It's you're if you get it's three strikes, you're out, you're like, you're fucking out of here. Uh yeah, so I would say the first game I went to, um when was that? Maybe weeks um it was it was like it was a hundred percent mask Nazism. Tonight it was more like sixty five percent. A noticeable difference, but still like, come on, get off my ass. We're already pot like potted around each other. Like we would be more in danger if we were all in a uh, an air an airplane right now. No, I've I've heard airplanes are really safe because the way they handle their cabin pressure and stuff. Yeah, oh, the yeah. circulation and all that. But I'm talking about with us, you know, you're you're all together. Whereas you're in a an arena, and they, I've seen them spread out. You're like you're not close. Exactly. Yep. I was with the person I was with. Nobody. That's it. Yeah, and, but I've also heard, and again, it's different spots. Like I heard somebody going to a basketball game, and they were like, "This is awful." Number one, the atmosphere is not there. Yes. Correct. The atmosphere is not there. And for that person, like for a basketball game, he likes watching basketball games up close. And you're having to watch it in like nosebleeds where he's usually 
on the floor watching basketball and he's like well this fucking sucks i'd rather just go home and yeah watch up there with the porries yeah, yeah. well it's not but, so much the poor it's like basketball is different than than football was, uh, than uh than hockey more saying like your vantage point or yeah. whatever at that point yeah for sure but it's you know if it gets to it's a pain in the ass to go to a hockey game or a basketball game or a ranger game would be like uh, it's already i've always for like the last five years, if I don't have to go to a a live event, I kind of just would stay home because it's not. Well, well, you shouldn't look at going to live sporting events as a chore. That's no, what it right. is. Because right. oh, I got to go park. Oh, I got to deal with these dumbass fans. Like for a while there, the Ranger fans, I was getting in fights with people because they're just fucking retarded. So <laughs> yeah. But I told you this earlier today, like I got the tickets for free. So thank you, Miss Lady. And it's a seven minute walk to the arena. Mm -hmm. So even if it is a pain in the ass to be there, I mean, I didn't, I didn't risk anything. I, no money, no time. No, I, I get it. In the live event, as far as a hockey game, like as the hierarchy went for me, like hockey games are something I really enjoy going to live compared to all other sports. It's definitely the best in-person yeah. experience. Not even Luka, the difference. I don't like care. I said, nosebleeds for Luca, and the mass Nazis were out in force, but I really enjoyed watching Luca hit a step back. The, who does he play for? Were you there for the Memphis game? No, I was there for the, that first Spurs game when they let people in, and we took over in the fourth quarter. Is it mad? Is it bad that I don't have Luca fever? Kinda. It's like the only yeah. disease that. I, yeah. Anyway. Credit. <laughs> you will. It'll be like, damn! I really wish I would have watched Michael Jordan when he was when he was with the Bulls, and I'm a Bulls fan. I guess you could say I'm like a Gen Zer with uh, all my fellow classmates, and uh, just give me the highlights because I'm Valley sports cucked right now. <laughs> Just give me an NFT of all the all the cool shots. Just give me the TikTok version of the game. That's you... better than nothing, but you're not getting everything. Well, no, yeah. But I, I again, uh, for me, like basketball is not a fun sport for me. I've never been a big basketball fan, so because your wife hates basketball. No, dude, I've I've never I've grown up with no basketball. The only time I ever watched. Basketball was 2006 and 2011. That's it. 2007, huh? Uh, was that the one that they lost uh, to the Golden State? Whatever. They yeah. Won that year or 80 and two. Like yeah, that. that was a great year, but the biggest kick in the nuts I've ever felt. So that I was kind of over. Oh, poor Dirk. Oh my God, I've never seen so many lucky shots in my life. The month of glory in that playoff run. Yeah. All right.